Chapters 22 through 25 of the Book of Matthew from the World English Bible. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Book of Matthew from the World English Bible. Chapters 22 through 25. Chapter 22. Jesus answered and spoke again in parables to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who made a marriage feast for his son, and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the marriage feast. But they would not come. Again he sent out other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, Behold, I have made ready my dinner. My cattle and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the marriage feast. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his own farm, another to his merchandise, and the rest grabbed his servants, and treated them shamefully, and killed them. When the king heard that, he was angry, and sent his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited weren't worthy. Go therefore to the intersections of the highways, and as many as you may find, invite to the marriage feast." Those servants went out into the highways and gathered together as many as they found, both bad and good. The wedding was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there was a man who didn't have on wedding clothing, and he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here not wearing wedding clothing? He was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and throw him into the outer darkness. There is where the weeping and grinding of teeth will be, for many are called, but few chosen. Then the Pharisees went and took counsel how they might entrap him in his talk. They sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are honest, and teach the ways of God in truth, no matter who you teach, for you aren't partial to anyone. Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar? or not. But Jesus perceived their wickedness, and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. They brought him a denarius. He asked them, Whose is this image and inscription? They said to him, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard it, they marveled, and left him and went away. On that day Sadducees, those who say that there is no resurrection, came to him. They asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies having no children, his brother shall marry his wife, and raise up seed for his brother. Now there were with us seven brothers. The first married and died, and having no seed left his wife to his brother. In like manner the second also, and the third to the seventh. After them all the woman died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will she be of the seven? For they all had her. But Jesus answered them, You are mistaken, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry, nor are given in marriage, but are like God's angels in heaven. But concerning the resurrection of the dead, haven't you read that which was spoken to you by God, saying, I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the multitudes heard it, they were astonished at his teaching. But the Pharisees, 
when they heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, gathered themselves together. One of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second likewise is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. Now while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question, saying, What do you think of the Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, Of David. He said to them, How then does David in the Spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit on my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how is he his son? No one was able to answer him a word. Neither did any man dare ask him any more questions from that day forth. Chapter 23 Then Jesus spoke to the multitudes and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sat on Moses' seat. All things, therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, observe and do. But don't do their works, for they say, and don't do. For they bind heavy burdens that are grievous to be borne, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not lift a finger to help them. But all their works they do to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad, enlarge the fringes of their garments, and love the place of honor at feasts, the best seats in the synagogues, the salutations in the marketplaces, and to be called Rabbi, Rabbi, by men. But don't you be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and all of you are brothers. Call no man on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. Neither be called masters, for one is your master, the Christ. But he who is greatest among you will be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you devour widows' houses, and as pretense you make long prayers. Therefore you will receive greater condemnation. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for you don't enter in yourselves, neither do you allow those who are entering in to enter. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you travel around by sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much of a son of Gehenna as yourselves. Woe to you, you blind guides, who say, Whoever swears by the temple, it is nothing. But whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obligated. You blind fools. For which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold? Whoever swears by the altar, it is nothing. But whoever swears by the gift that is on it, he is obligated. You blind fools. For which is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifies the gift? He therefore who swears by the altar, swears by it and by everything on it. He who swears by the temple swears by it, and by him who was living in it. He who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God, and by him who sits on it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you tithe mint, dill, and cumin, and have left undone the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. But you ought to have done these, and not to have left the other undone, you blind guides, who strain out a gnat, and swallow a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, 
but within they are full of extortion and unrighteousness. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and of the platter, that its outside may become clean also. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitened tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but inwardly are full of dead men's bones, and of all uncleanness. Even so you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you build the tombs of the prophets, and decorate the tombs of the righteous, and say, If we had lived in the days of our fathers, we wouldn't have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. Therefore you testify to yourselves that you are children of those who killed the prophets. Fill up then the measure of your fathers. You serpents, you offspring of vipers, how will you escape the judgment of Gehenna? Therefore, behold, I send to you prophets, wise men and scribes. Some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city, that on you may come all the righteous blood shed on the earth, from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Bacariah, whom you killed between the sanctuary and the altar. Most certainly, I tell you, all these things will come upon this generation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I would have gathered your children together, even as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is left to you desolate, for I tell you, you will not see me from now on, until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Chapter 24 Jesus went out from the temple and was going on his way. His disciples came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. But he answered them, Don't you see all of these things? Most certainly, I tell you, there will not be left here one stone on another that will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? What is the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered them, Be careful that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will lead many astray. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you aren't troubled, for all this must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, plagues and earthquakes in various places. But all these things are the beginning of birth pains. Then they will deliver you up to oppression, and will kill you. You will be hated by all of the nations for my name's sake. Then many will stumble, and will deliver up one another, and will hate one another. Many false prophets will arise, and will lead many astray. Because iniquity will be multiplied, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end the same will be saved. This good news of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world for a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. When, therefore, you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take out things that are in his house. Let him who is in the field not return back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are with child, and to nursing mothers in those days. Pray that your flight will not be in the winter, nor on a Sabbath, for then there will be great oppression, such as not been from the beginning of the world 
until now. No, nor ever will be. Unless those days had been shortened, no flesh would have been saved. But for the sake of the chosen ones, those days will be shortened. Then if any man tells you, Behold, here is the Christ, or there, don't believe it, for there will arise false Christs and false prophets, and they will show great signs and wonders, so as to lead astray, if possible, even the chosen ones. Behold, I have told you beforehand. If therefore they tell you, Behold, he is in the wilderness, don't go out. Behold, he is in the inner chambers, don't believe it. For as the lightning flashes from the east, and is seen even to the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For wherever the carcass is, there is where the vultures gather together. But immediately after the oppression of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. Then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. He will send out his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his chosen ones from the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. Now from the fig tree learn this parable. When its branch has now become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that the summer is near. Even so you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Most certainly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things are accomplished. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But no one knows of that day and hour, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. As the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days which were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ship, and they didn't know until the flood came and took them all away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken, and one will be left. Two women grinding at the mill. One will be taken, and one will be left. Watch, therefore, for you don't know in what hour your Lord comes. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what watch of the night the thief was coming, he would have watched, and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore also be ready, for in an hour that you don't expect, the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord has set over his household, to give them their food in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord finds doing so when he comes. Most certainly I tell you, that he will set him over all that he has. But if that evil servant should say in his heart, My Lord is delaying his coming, and begins to beat his fellow servants, and eat and drink with the drunkards, the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he doesn't expect it, and in an hour when he doesn't know it, and will cut him to pieces and appoint his portion with the hypocrites. There is where the weeping and grinding of teeth will be. Chapter 25 Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins, who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. Those who were foolish, when they took their lamps, took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. Now while the bridegroom delayed, they all slumbered and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Behold! 
The bridegroom is coming. Come out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, What if there isn't enough for us and you? You go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. While they went away to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterwards the other virgins also came, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Most certainly I tell you, I don't know you. Watch therefore, for you don't know the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. For it is like a man going into another country, who called his own servants and entrusted his goods to them. To one he gave five talents, another two, to another one, to each according to his own ability. Then he went on his journey. Immediately he who received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. In like manner he also who got the two gained another two. But he who received the one went away and dug in the earth and hid his lord's money. Now after a long time the lord of those servants came and reconciled accounts with them. He who received the five talents came and brought another five talents, saying, Lord, you delivered me five talents. Behold, I have gained another five talents besides them. His lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will set you over many things. Enter into the joy of your lord. He also who got the two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Behold, I have gained another two talents besides them. His lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will set you over many things. Enter into the joy of your lord. He also who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew that you are a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, and gathering where you did not scatter. I was afraid, and went away and hid your talent in the earth. Behold, you have what is yours. But his lord answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I didn't sow, and gather where I didn't scatter. You ought therefore to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received back my own with interest. Take away therefore the talent from him, and give it to him who has the ten talents. For to every one who has will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who doesn't have, even that which he has will be taken away. Throw out the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. Before him all the nations will be gathered, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. Then the king will tell those on his right hand, Come, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you a drink? When did we see you as a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? 
the king will answer them, Most certainly, I tell you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say also to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire which is prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you didn't give me food to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't take me in. Naked, and you didn't clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you didn't visit me. Then they will also answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and didn't help you? Then he will answer them, saying, Most certainly I tell you, inasmuch as you didn't do it to one of the least of these, you didn't do it to me. These will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. End of chapters 22 to 25 Recording by David Lawrence, Brampton, Ontario